This is Radio Sega, and you are now listening to The Sega Lounge. Join the conversation in the IRC chat room by going to radiose.ga slash IRC and on Twitter by mentioning at Radio Sega or using the hashtag the Sega Lounge. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Yay! Uh, I'm KC and with me tonight uh, again for what seems like an eternity he, he, he left me alone but uh, together tonight reunited again and it feels so good uh, hi Donny M- maybe I'm wrong he's not here after all oh hi oh <laughs> hi Donny don't jinx anything Donny yeah don't jinx anything yeah. we <laughs> We've been through enough as it is. We've had battle scars on the show, so battle scars. That's that's interesting. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, welcome to the Sega Lounge. We're live on Radio Sega as usual. Um, and um, apart from myself and Donnie this week, we have a, a different kind of show. You know, uh, last season we did a couple of uh, memories uh, shows. Uh, we did the Mega Drive Memories and the Dreamcast Memories uh, shows. The Dreamcast Memories is one of those, that, one of the lost episodes, or the only lost episode ever of the Sega Lounge, because something went wrong with the recording. In in um, traditional KC fashion, I screwed up the recording <laughs> somehow, and uh, I have the recording actually. It's just uh, a mess. Uh, you can't understand the things. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we're back with another went, edition of. Went, uh, sorry, sorry. I went into the recording. I went into the recording, and he didn't come back out. Yeah. Uh, it's like a, it's like a, like a some kind of forest story with the recording. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but but tonight we 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 have another of those memories shows. Uh, this this Monday was the the twentieth anniversary of the Sega Saturn in North America. Although uh, only uh, Donnie is in, in America, America uh, I thought why not celebrate the, the American uh, release of, of the Saturn and do a Saturn Memories show. So joining us tonight we have a few of our good friends. Uh, so first of all, uh, someone that has never been on the show before. Uh, let's give a big welcome to Liam Ashcroft. A.K.A. Tracker TD. Hello. I am Tracker, as some may know me from Twitter. I run do a show about Sega games, Sega Saturn games. Yeah, I'm your biggest fan. (laughs) All right. I'll do autographs at the end. Will there be Will there be an autograph line? Uh, probably not. (laughs) Good. I I bring evil hand. Yeah. (laughs) I I hear that's quite a commodity. I'll sign you what, 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 what will it be? Like with an axe or a. Whatever you want. I like you already. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Feelings mutual. Right then. 
On that note, uh, <laughs> let's say hello to our uh, other guests in tonight's show. Um, let's say hello to the magnificent Kopki. Hello. Hello, guys. How are you? Thanks for inviting me here. And it's a pleasure to always have some time to chat about what we're fans of, which is most of Sega consoles and games. Yeah, so we're chatting about Johnny tonight uh, because we're all fans of Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> because Donnie is Donnie Donnie's love Donnie's love yeah Donnie 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 is the word that's a weird gaming franchise to come about like <laughs> yeah uh, c- coming soon Donnie's Strip uh, releasing on Steam uh, very very soon uh, <laughs> available on Steam beer like this yeah uh, someone's frying something I think I don't know uh <laughs> Apart from uh, Tracker and uh, Kopke, we also have our own A Winner With You. Hello. Hello, guys. It's good to be back again. Uh, it's been... Uh, well, it's been a, it hasn't been that long, actually. The Sega, the Radio Sega Memories show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed. It's always nice to have you on, on the show. So, before we get on the, the Sega Saturn talk, uh, we have the return... The long-awaited return of Donnie's News Corner. We still need to have to come up with a, an intro for that. Uh, so I, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the Mega Driver, Mega Driver, the the metal band, to come up with a, a guitar riff, and I'll sing Donnie's News Corner. I think at this point I'm saying that we need to make an intro has basically become the intro now. Hashtag We need to make an intro. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> I think you guys should start like a jingle, kind of the, the one that Wayne's World had in its movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just overcompensate and give every the start of every conversation its own intro. <laughs> yeah. So, like, That's like, hey, see, uh, and this, then this bit about Sega Saturn. Excellent. Sega Saturn games. Second half of the show! Uh, music break! Yeah. Uh, anyway, Donnie, take it away. <laughs> Donnie's News Corner. In uh, five minutes or less. Can you do that? Can you feel the sunshine? I don't know. Well, let's see here. Sega, Sega put out their fiscal report. Uh, Alien Isolation sold over two million copies, and Yakuza Zero and Son of Bloom displayed the best game sales ever. I mean, you don't even. Um, it, it's, it, they were blockbuster hits, you know. Um, this is what I was re- uh, reading, anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, apparently, Son of Bloom is now going to be airing in the UK. There is that. You know? oh, yeah. yeah, people have been waiting. Yeah, people have been waiting for that for a long time. I think that was the most hyped-up premiere they wanted was it premiering in the UK. So, um, looking on Sega Nerds at the moment. Um, See, Train Chronicle got a new update. Um, there's Saturn stuff. Because that's, that, that's very re- uh, relevant to what we're talking about right now, so hey, go figure. Uh, I think that's it. You know, th- th- well, there's something... There's a couple of first thoughts, like... Yeah, yeah. You know, Pro- Project oh, Cross uh, Zone 2. There, there's also that. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I didn't say Project Crosser. Yeah. To, uh, Axel Stone from yeah. Streets of Rage. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awesome. That's awesome. Great. 
Grand Opat. It finally returns. And a uh, couple more uh, Sakura Wars characters as well. So that's exciting. Yeah, there's also this game, uh, Monster Gear, which was launched in Japan. It's the second Earthworks new uh, game. It's basically like Monster Hunter, but it also has these RPG elements that are more linked to the story. So it launched uh, today in Japan. The other news is that uh, Hatsunemiku Project Diva uh, DX, or Deluxe, as you want to call it, um, a, a new demo is at the Nintendo eShop in Japan. It's that's also what happened. Um, there's also news regarding. Oh, uh, by the way, well, sorry, sorry, Kopke. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but it's it's kind of relevant. Uh, some people are wondering if uh, Project Mirai DX or Deluxe or whatever uh, is going to have a physical release in Europe because the, uh, no website in Europe or so store in Europe actually has the game listed for pre-order. Uh, yeah, I actually went into a game, which is a, a retail store over here yeah. in the, the other day and asked for, is it on the systems, and it, they didn't have any of it on the system, so I have no idea what's going on there. Yeah, so I, I asked Sam Mullen, uh, the producer of the game uh, over at Sega of America, and he told me uh, he thinks there is going to be a physical release of the game in Europe, so they, they planned a physical release, so apparently... We'll, we're going to have the game uh, in, in, in retail stores some <laughs> in, at some point in time, I'm not sure when. Uh, I don't think we'll have those pre-order bonuses, because yeah, you know, it's not Japan. Uh, but at least we'll have yeah, a chance I've, I've, to... I've been hearing rumors about a delay, but uh, at least uh, if he's confident he's getting a physical release, I don't care how long it takes. I need Miku on 3DS, I can't afford a Vita. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, and, and, and I, th I think the mobile, mobile uh, platforms are the best ones to play Miku uh, uh, games on. I can have Yes. Hashtag no. You know, if go follow my other uh, Twitter account at MikuLover69. Don't forget that. Uh, sadly, no one. Sadly, no one uh, is using that that uh, Twitter name to the handle. Can the Sega waifu be the next console from Sega? <laughs> uh, in other news, speaking of which, speaking of which, my uh, Saturn Hard Girl got here today, so I now have a Dreamcast and a Saturn Hard Girl uh, looking at me while doing the show. So, yeah. And also, Three uh, Thunderblade is out today on Nintendo 3DS. Yes. Yeah. So you guys can go for it. Yeah. Yes, I actually yeah. bought that. I actually bought that today, and I can say it is uh, quite good. Going to play by later. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to do it here too. Probably best use of it since Galaxy Force 2, I can say. And uh, the gameplay is pretty good as well. It's uh, it's kind of hard. Cool thing about it is that it is using it is using the System 16 version, so you you're gonna get a lot of uh, graphic upgrade. Uh, from what the Mega Drive version was, so it's, I yeah, think it's a better version. Got an extra level, got an extra level in yeah, yeah. with um, a special so box. Which, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it does actually. It's a really cool throwback. The secret final boss. I won't spoil it, but it's a cool throwback. Yeah, just read the interviews on the Sega Ball, and you'll find out yeah. <laughs> if you want. Oh, yeah, you, you, you should read the, all the interviews. Actually, it's great fun to yeah, uh, yeah, to yeah, know yeah, all I those facts about it, about the games. Yeah. 
They are really good, those interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, Other piece of news is uh, Gravia 2 is coming to Steam. Yeah. Was a really nice drink of game, and we're now finally getting the remastered version. And it's going to be having uh, some graphic upgrades, which is really cool, and well, we hope you guys get it too. I'm excited for this. Yeah, me too. Grandia 2 is one of my favorite games on the Dreamcast, and uh, i really looking forward to it. And since this one is actually based on the Dreamcast one and not the rather poor PlayStation 2 or Yeah, that is definitely the one of the best things I think to come out this year. I'm looking forward to that one. Cool stuff. I, I was just looking at the... At the, at the, at the oh, That's for sure. Yeah, I, I was just looking at the, the secondary website, and I, I have to say, um, you guys have a, have a, an article here. The developers of Stellar Glow have gone bankrupt. Uh, I, the news is is not great, but I, I just love the, the image you used for the for this article. <laughs> it's just yeah, uh, the, the, the guy from from the the studio. Like Stellar Glow, but uh, let's hope uh, nothing becomes like tragic after that. Yeah, apparently the, the, the president of the, the company called Image uh, Image Ipo. Image Pooch. Isn't it Image Poke? I don't know. Yeah, I not to, yeah. yeah uh, but but he, he's looking really really happy. <laughs> Thumbs up and everything on the website. So if you <laughs> it's 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 uh, <laughs> nice one, uh, guys. Yeah. So so yeah, I think that's that's all the news we have for for tonight. Um, and um, so we'll. I went we'll, longer than five minutes. Five yeah, minutes. yeah. That's why I'm I'm just rushing things now because uh, we have that, that lots of music to play tonight. God, that was a really yeah. Yeah, a lot going on this week. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we have lots of music to play apart from uh, talking about the Saturn. Uh, I asked each of our guests to pick two or three tracks and uh, everyone picked three so I, I wanted to play all three of them so we'll have uh, first up the tracker uh, batch of music <laughs> yeah so um, we'll, we'll start up with a, a track from Gale Racer which is the Saturn version of Red Mobile which if you've listened to the, the Sega Lounge yeah, you'll know Red Mobile was the first uh, game that featured Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, we've said it before during some of our Sega Launch Challenge quizzes. So, so yeah, uh, Gale Racer was the Saturn version or the Saturn port of the arcade Red Mobile uh, arcade I'm game. I'm gonna quickly plug. I did a review of this game for This Is Saturn. Mm-hmm. Check it on the Sega Bits YouTube channel. There's those where you can see my shit-eating brain. <laughs> No, we, we need we need an intro for that. I just did a review for this. Yeah, <laughs> say good bits. <laughs> okay. Oh, I think in the IRC. No, go ahead, go ahead. Nice, yeah. So the show's going already. <laughs> so we'll <laughs> we'll just play uh, three tracks. The first one being just the thing from a uh, Gale Racer. Uh, requested by Tracker, and we'll be right back to talk about the Saturn. This is the Sega Lounge. Don't go anywhere. Don't you dare. Mm.
is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat.
Welcome back. You're listening to the Sega Lounge. Just pl uh, playing right now, Gene Gadget Zone Act 1 from uh, the Saturn version of Sonic 3D. Uh, requested by Tracker. Hello again. And uh, he also Hello. he also requested Just the Thing from Gale Racer. Uh, and uh, In the Blue Sky. Oh, nice. Uh, from Cyber Troopers Virtual On, um, which is an amazing, amazing track. So People in the IRC were really digging, digging this music batch, so... Um, I must admit, I did really like Gale Racer track especially, that was really good. Never heard Gale Racer, uh, I was surprised Gale Racer got an official soundtrack release. I actually did get one a while back, uh, I think it's even on iTunes, I can't remember. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, uh, Red Mobile. Soundtrack. They have Red Mobile and Gale Racer tracks. Yeah, yeah. And it's called, yeah. I think it's called Red Mobile Original Soundtrack or something. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, it's a good collection. Yep, yep. Uh, Indeed. So, uh, uh, we, we just played some amazing tracks and uh, I think we're... Uh, J just in time to talk about the Saturn. So, as you probably know, and I've mentioned this uh, when we started the show, uh, the Sega Saturn was released in uh, the 11th of May 1995 in North America, uh, the 8th of July 1995 in Europe, and uh, I believe November 1994 in Japan. Japan! Yeah, uh, November 22nd, Japan. I believe. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Japan. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, we're celebrating the 20th anniversary of the Saturn in, in North America, and um, the the first topic we, we have for discussion, guys. And as I said, uh, we're, when we were off air, I'm not the biggest specialist on the Sega Saturn around. I never owned one. I played uh, a few games on uh, a friend's console, but I never owned one. So I, I will just be the moderator tonight. Uh, and uh, the specialists are Trekker, Owner Resume, and Copkey, obviously. So the, the first topic we have for discussion is um, uh, how the Saturn fared against the competition back in the day. And uh, maybe, as Kopke uh, suggested, we can also talk about the, the bad decisions that uh, led the, the Saturn to not be as successful in, in the West as in Japan. Japan! Uh, so, who wants to go first? Uh, well, I want to start with some background, which was, uh, you know, the, the, the company needed a successor for the Sega Genesis and the 32-bit era was coming. So Japan decided to, to start building uh, their own prototype for a console, and that didn't go well with uh, what America was planning to, because they thought they were be needing like more time to let the the Genesis cycle a couple of more years. But Japan was uh, very persistent on going ahead and launching the new console because Sony was already doing theirs, and well, while Sega was doing that, you know, uh, they were doing their their um, their, cons their own version with uh, based on the Model 1, while uh, using also the, you know, the dual processor with the 8-core uh, microchips they were using, which was also kind of a headache to develop for the console, and in the American part, uh, there was like talks with uh, Silicon Graphics to develop their own, and what happened is that uh, Sega Japan rejected the Silicon Graphics one, which eventually Sega sold to Nintendo and became the Nintendo 64, and kind of a mess on how this internal struggle within Sega was not giving a good, um, a good, uh, 
a good stage for the second Saturn to be launched, and also, well, you know, Sony launched the PlayStation 1 with a cheaper price and with a, with a background plan, to, with a big marketing plan that uh, really outstaged what Sega had in mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I, I was I was before the show started. I actually was uh, watching some ads, some some adverts for the Sega Saturn in North America. And uh, I I love how in in the beginning they went with the 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 Mega Drive style or the Genesis style uh, commercials, with the <laughs> being really aggressive towards Sony, <laughs> but uh, it didn't work. Fly, play, fleet, fly. That wasn't the best <laughs> yeah. one. Just, just throw a PS1 on a skyscraper. Why not? <laughs> I played Sonic Car on the Sonic Gems collection. It was fun. And then I eventually got a Saturn. It was fun too. Um, that's basically what happened. <laughs> it also didn't help that most uh, retainers didn't want to support the console because they were really pissed that Sega launched the console the same day the conference at D3 was done and they were kind of pissed and not kind of distributing what Sega had in mind so it, it really had a bad distribution back in the day and actually that's one of the factors that really didn't help the, the console to set out. Yeah, and it probably um, that, that was one, one of the factors that uh, worked against the Dreamcast later as well I think. I yeah. think Sega's yeah. uh, relationship with with retailers, uh, retailers wasn't the best. Starting on the, on the, the that moment when they uh, <laughs> released the the Saturn after the announcement at E3, so yeah. didn't help. The, the other, the thing, the other well. thing was uh, the way they launched most of the titles uh, for the console. Uh, you know, Japan had a lot of uh, a really huge library for the console, and while America didn't. They also did bad decisions for launching most of these titles. For example, yep. one of the most affected uh, titles was the style, which was made by Naoto Oshima, which was also the Sonic the Hedgehog creator. And they did so bad marketing and advertising and even packaging for the game. It was practically sabotaging what they were doing. And it is actually a good game. Sadly, it didn't uh, do really well. Once they launch it in the West, yeah, but I think I'd mostly blame Bernie Stoller for it because Ber like Bernie Stoller said so many stupid things regarding Saturn. Like he always said Saturn is not our future later on, so that just that, that nobody wanted to buy it if it wasn't the future. So if it, if Tiger was obviously going to kill it off, so yeah, it, it was a marketing disaster. Coincidentally, <clears throat> coincidentally, I do believe. This is the 20th year. That's right. This is the 20th year of the Saturn's release, and it just so happens that it's also the 20th year of where the announcement of the Saturn's release was made. E3. Yeah. And E3's 20th anniversary just happens to be coming up. Um, and of course, the first E3 is well known for Sega's announcement of the Saturn, and of course, Sony's mic drop of the price of the PS1 that eventually <laughs> did end up being a portion of the. Uh, killer for the Saturn it was just somebody just came out firing with that but um, yeah the Sega Saturn did really it got a lot of reputation problems 
and it, and Sega was just never able to really recover recover from that. Some some are attributing the Sega Saturn as the beginning of the end for Sega in terms of a hardware producer. I wouldn't say that yet. I'd say the 32F was kind of when Sega was starting to have issues with you know things were starting to become a problem. Yeah, I think I would probably agree with that. I would, I would rather say that it was this uh, stupid struggle between the West and Japan. I think that, that, that was definitely. more of a that's, that That's the cause. I think, yeah, that is the cause. Like, and like I said, of course, you know, suddenly releasing the console didn't help matters, but I don't think that started all this problem start, these problems started with the Saturn. I think they started a little bit sooner than that, but... Yeah, that doesn't mean Genesis was really too successful. That Japan was kind of jealous what the Western part was doing, and then you know Japan had this also this bad time with the West because the West didn't recognize all these uh, incredible developers Japan had. Didn't give them like the proper spotlight or like the proper treatment of that what they were doing, and there were also many internal issues between both sides, well, the three sides of the company, because there were three players by that time. I think that's what eventually started to make a huge problem within the company. And that problem, I think, remains until today. You know, I, th- I think people, people complain about Sega uh, being two or three different companies now. I think it was worse back in the day because, you know, uh, we had a, a very successful uh, marketing plan for the Genesis and the Mega Drive in Europe. Uh, and then, <laughs> but especially in, in, in North America, you know, you had Tom Kalinsky um, and he was succe- successful with his team marketing the, the, the Genesis and whatnot. And then <laughs> they, they just uh, didn't seem to... See, I do I when it comes to, to the Saturn. You know? I think that's that's the the, U, the UK kind of did its own thing with the Mega Drive marketing because half of it was just wanking jokes. Like yeah. it was the flipping the, the, the adverts for it, man. And yet somehow Mega Drive was still like like one of the best selling ones in uh, the. Uh, I, I think UK we have because, we have Nintendo like, to blame for that because they weren't as big here as in the US. Sorry. You're breaking up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's better now. It's better now. Um. All right. Okay. Well, yeah. Like, with, with the. Uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> let, let's all let's all no, speak like. No, no. <laughs> let's not do that. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. See, like, like, to be fair, though, like. The Nintendo back in the early to mid 90s is a lot different than the Nintendo nowadays. Like, Nintendo's a lot more strict about how they wanted their games to be on their consoles, what the content was going to be on their consoles. Even now, they still have shadows of that, but it's not as severe as it once was. I mean, I think I think it was Sega Nerds that put up a picture uh, the other day. Where you can see in, uh, like a comparison between the graphics of the Super Nintendo and the graphics of the Genesis, and I think it was Mortal Kombat that they posted an image of. Excuse me. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Morrison did. They, they yeah. didn't want blood on their, yeah, their version of blood, the game. Yeah, one with blood, one with not. And that pretty much summarizes just how different Nintendo was back then compared to now. Now, back then, you know, Nintendo was very, very 
gung-ho about having blood in any of their games. Um, and even now, like I said, they're still kind of showing shadows of that. They're kind of a bit leery about mature games, but they're opening up to it now, I'd say. Yeah. Um, back then, though, they were just completely against it. Like, they, if they weren't wanting to have a mature game on there, it had to be very censored. Um, and I think what actually is happening right now in this, in this uh, years is that Nintendo is paying the price for all those big, big mistakes they made, like making a monopoly and trying to uh, rule all the other publishers with an iron fist, and then by doing that, betraying Sony's uh, contract for developing a city system, and now Sony is like the main enemy, which has a, a more successful uh, console than they do, I think they are paying most of the prices of the monsters they created. Nintendo's main one of issue them. is they're really behind. And you're breaking off again. I like how the last thing we heard was that Nintendo was really behind and then all of a sudden Skype crapped out. It's like, boy, the timing couldn't be better without being behind. Like, <laughs> conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag blame Nintendo. <laughs> you know, uh, um, actually, uh, Rev Zig in, in, in the IRC was mentioning uh, how the Saturn did in Portugal. And yeah, the Saturn, just like the Mega Drive, was uh, big in Portugal. Uh, just like the, the Mega Drive was bigger than the Super Nintendo. Uh, the thing is, and I think I, I totally agree with him, um, the uh, Sega stopped uh, supporting the, the console very soon in its life. So, in time, yeah. the PS1 uh, caught up with the Saturn and actually did better than the, the Saturn over here. But uh, uh, if, actually, if, if I, I kind of take a look, yeah, yeah of most of those games. They, are, they look better in the Saturn than the, the PlayStation. For, for example, the Marvel vs. Capcom series, they play a lot differently and look astonishingly better in the Saturn than they do on the PlayStation 1. Yeah, with one of them. Yeah, yes. Let's Hey Tracker, hello? Let's try this again. Nope. No luck. His internet connection is acting up. Apparently. Hey? Nope. Oh. Hey. Uh, we're having a hard time. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, was, I was going to mention something. Uh, uh, when it comes to, to the distribution of Sega games in Europe, because um, I think that that also played a big part in uh, in the whole uh, Sega versus Nintendo and uh, whoops, and I believe whoa, I believe our our call. Hello, welcome back. I think we've lost. Oh no, we've got back. Ooh, apparently we're all experiencing. Oh, we're all experiencing connection issues apparently. Yeah. But we're back, we're back. So. This is going quite well. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What's wrong, internet? But I, th I think we're back now. Um, yeah. I, I was mentioning something uh, that... Um, I'm back. 
again. Hello, hello. I was mentioning the, the distribution, uh, uh, that, and that's sort of one of the factors that I think influenced uh, yeah. Sega versus Nintendo, at least here in Europe. You know, in Portugal, for example, we had uh, an, an official distributor of Sega games, and uh, manuals came in Portuguese, and uh, uh, there was a big marketing plan over here. Uh, as for Nintendo, I don't think there was that kind of stuff here. I think we probably had uh, uh, stuff coming from uh, from uh, Spain or something and that's one of the reasons I think Sega was bigger than Nintendo at some point here and uh, I think uh, as for some other countries uh, it was exactly the opposite because uh, Sony and Nintendo did better Sega, when it comes Sega to distribution huge in Europe and Brazil Sega yeah, 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 uh, exactly. Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Master System still was very popular. He, he, he was especially big in Brazil. I was as well. I was as well. <laughs> so was Donny. Yes. <laughs> Donny's big everywhere. And this sounded wrong. Ah, damn. Uh, <laughs> moving on, moving on, yes. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't know what to say now. Um... Yeah, so is, is there anything you, you'd like to... Uh, so, uh, Kopke just mentioned something interesting. Uh, although uh, the, the, the Saturn wasn't as successful as the PS1 overall, uh, games, or some games, actually looked better on the Saturn than yeah. uh, the PS1. And played a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, well, you consider the... Uh, well, as I mentioned earlier, that I did say the Saturn was a superior 2D machine. I mean, the PlayStation couldn't even manage a proper port of um, the Marvel vs. Capcom games. In those versions, you couldn't actually swap. You could choose two fighters, but you couldn't actually swap between them. You had to. Yeah. Your partner character could only be sort of brought out to do a quick attack, then they just jump back out again. Whereas the Sasa yeah. version had proper tag scene play. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah. It was a hard console to, to program for, but uh, the thing is, the ones who already made successful games on it, they were really, really, really good. Like, they yeah. really made good use of the hardware. And also a good thing about the Saturn is the way it rendered the polygons. Like Saturn used a kind of a cubic way to render the polygons, while the PlayStation used uh, a little bit more choppy system with involved, which involved more points and triangles, and made most of the graphics look like really lame versus the Saturn ones. Because well, you take a look at the Waybeard the Fighter does, and you you take a look at how it renders, and it's made most mostly of blocks which was uh, which made the pictures to look a little bit neater and I think that was one of the key things that made uh, Saturn the difference in the way it was the visual processors made use of. I think it, it depended on the um, on who was publisher who was the developer yeah. I think it was like with Capcom uh, obviously like Marvel vs Capcom it looked, it looked beautiful on Saturn but then you get someone like Konami, the fourth of us, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. It's uh, it's not so hot on Sam, which is weird because it should be the best. Uh, well, that depends like because Japanese version is a lot different than than the version we got here. Uh, yeah. The Japanese version also has the uh, the use of the extra channels for audio, and it also has like a different intro than we have. I yeah, think it, it was like it has a, its advantages, but like in the Saturn version, there's a lot of slowdown and stuff compared to the um, compared to the PlayStation One version. I will still, I'll, I'll still probably get it. I do love something in the night, but it's like uh, 
Yeah. I'll talk about this. Um, yeah, which is yeah. Actually, I, I think, think that's, that's kind of arguable if, if you take in mind the Japanese hacker version because it's a lot better than both PlayStation and the, the Western one we got. Wait, with the, well, I don't, don't recall the Western Saturn version of the Symphony of the Night. Uh, I was pretty sure it remained. Western, yeah, so maybe annoying. maybe North American only? I don't know. Oh, no, really? Oh, know. We didn't get that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I was, I was wondering. Yeah, well, I, I remember, I remember I the Japanese version has a lot of differences there. But it does have a yeah, it's like yeah. it's got like an extra uh, item slot for equipment and everything, but it's like on the whole it was uh it was not as good. But still worth it, still worth it. Yeah, yeah actually I think we can mention another thing about their two D games, because uh, some of the games also had the um cartridge that went in the sort of usual spot for the memory cartridge and you could use that to uh enhance the graphics even further and you've got even better looking games. I think we did get the one for uh, King of Fighters 95. That was um, a ROM cartridge. That was a ROM. Uh, most of them were RAM with the uh, like Capcom games. But that, yeah. that was the awkward thing with uh, 95, King of Fighters 95. Because if you're like most people, you've got um, the action replay, which is 4 and 1. But it can't undo the ROM cartridge for uh, 95. So if you've got 95, you have to uh, keep swapping out the cartridges. And the uh, Saturn cartridge slot was a pen in the ass. It's really flimsy, so... <laughs> Yeah, you just need to be careful with the cartridges. I, just now, uh, Revzig was mentioning uh, we had a, a company here called Echo Films. Uh, the, the this was the company that uh, handled the distribution um, over here. We also had a Club Sega over here. I, ha I remember having a, a membership yeah, card. Yeah, I wish I had one. Yeah, I had. A, I still have it. I still have it somewhere. Club My Sega, that was the music thing, wasn't it? The Remix CD? No, uh, nope. Oh, really, oh, no. a, a card. Oh, no. we, we had a, a club here, Club Sega. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, you, you're mentioning uh, Club Sega, the, the, the CDs. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Uh, that's something completely different. We had like yeah, a, a Sega club here. Have, uh, have yeah, remember we had a membership card and uh, we could we had a, a special uh, telephone line we could call if we needed tips or help with games. It was awesome. <laughs> I remember uh, using it back in the day. Sega World. There was Sega World in London, oh. which was a uh, it was uh, like this big place, and it, it was still going until a few years back. Well, uh, mate, for the yeah, yeah, I, for, the, for the most part, I was just born too late. Yeah. That, that is my curse. I was born too late for the Sega era. <laughs> Alas. Yeah. Um, uh, Jamie actually asks, uh, what was more powerful, the Saturn or the N64? Uh, uh, depends on what. Uh, yeah, N the N64 was 64 bits. Apart from that, yeah. I really don't know. Never owned either either of them. I played some yeah, Saturn with games. Yeah, for the most part, it was 64-bit. A few of the games, like I think uh, Mario 64, weren't actually 64-bit. They were 32-bit, but um, yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> for the most part, 64-bit. They were fooling yeah, people. <gasps> yeah, they, they, they lied. <laughs> it was actually 32. Nintendo, why? <laughs> Okay, so I think we, we've uh, covered the, the first topic. Uh, second topic, and you have uh, six minutes to talk about your favorite games on the center. Go. Oh, man. <laughs> 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 we could build a whole program for that, the whole show. 
So you can you can oh, yeah. start talking about that now, and we'll do a quick music break, and okay, then we'll, we'll, we'll continue. As much as we can in those sixty minutes. Uh, <laughs> so one sixty, not sixty minutes, six minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> sorry, I'm boring people. Uh, I think a style is one of them. Uh, Beautiful lawn. Uh, other one could be Drift of Fighter Two, Daytona. Um, other other game that I like this. Uh, Ah, the Shining Force, Shining Force 4. I like that game on the Saturn. Um, which other one? No, Nights into Dreams, it's another choice. Um, there weren't many Sonic games. Sonic um, Extreme yeah. is the Sonic best Extreme was the best, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing the uh, new the Elite build of that, that uh, recently. Uh, with Sonic Extreme, because they've got um, dip, uh, retro and assembler games and dug a new build of it. By another company I've been playing it on emulator is really interesting. So oh, yeah, I remember when Sonic Extreme came out in, in stores and everyone just, just the lines were just so long and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, and every well, magazine was giving it 100 percent Yeah. They had a midnight. Oh wait, that was Super Mario 64. I, I, I hear that the Deadly Six were originally, you know, going to be in the game, but due to like blast processing, they couldn't put it in. Um, Double blast yeah. processing. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Other game I remember a lot is uh, Dodon Pachi, which is an Atlas game, which is a shoot 'em up. And, oh, Cotton, Cotton. Cotton was one of the coolest games in Saturn. Um, it, was, it is a, a, a shooter with a witches that was a follow-up to the Mega Drive uh, Custom game. Custom 2? Yeah, Custom 2. That game in the Saturn was awesome. It was a, a really faithful game ported from the arcade. I, I really love that one. Um, Master Dragoon is a must. If, if we talk about a Saturn game and the media game, it would be definitely be uh, Master Dragoon. Um, what name I can remember? Um, Dynamite Decca, which was by Hard Arcade here. Yeah, and the first game. House of the Dead. The first House of the Dead was cool. Um, game I can remember. Um, so basically everything. So many. Yeah, I, I, almost <laughs> every game I played was like awesome. Oh, Magic Knight Radio was one of the best RPGs ever. Sadly, it's, it's a really expensive game these days, but it was possible. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we ever got that one in Europe, unfortunately. Someone uh, on on Monday uh, during Radio Sega Top 40 Countdown, someone mentioned that actually. Uh, I think it was a uh, voluptuous spy, one of our regular listeners. She mentioned uh, Magic Knight Rare. Oh. It was awesome. This this this, uh, this RPG really really uh, made me like RPGs, and, and it's really it's really hard for a game. And what happened is that Sega had this really close deal with Clamp, which are the authors of the manga and the anime. And there were also games for the Mega Drive, no, for the Game Gear. There were like two games for the Game Gear and one for the Saturn. The Saturn game is awesome, and it's also recognized in Japan as one of the best. RPGs ever done on a console. Mm. So if you really are into RPGs, get Minecraft Raider. But uh, the American version is really hard to get because there were really a few copies of them. The Japanese, there are a lot of copies out there. 
Nick was really popular back in the day. Uh, but the American ones really hard to get. So what you're saying is get a, a Japanese Saturn in all the Japanese games, right? Yeah, basically, <laughs> because they are, they, those are a lot cheaper. Like, you pay like yeah. $9 or $5 for each one. Well, the American ones are like 100 or 200 or 700 yeah. yeah, so best brush up in your Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Start learning Japanese, Somewhere. it's cheaper than getting the Saturn games, the American ones. Yeah, I just need to uh, press the buttons and something will happen soon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll get through the game and you'll get the, the good ending. I'm going to have to try that with the Well, you don't get that kind of trouble for uh, fighters or platformer games, but for yeah. RPGs, yeah. well, then yeah. you got a trouble. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know Japanese. Okay, so we have we have two minutes. So who's who okay, wants to uh, mention their favorite games I, before I we? Uh, I, I can I can mention mine because my, my list is really short, and when we get back, go we on. can uh, you can go. So uh, I as I said, I never owned the Saturn. Uh, I played at a friend's house, and I also played at some um, shopping centers and stuff because we had lots of places here where uh, they had Saturns on on display, and you can, you can try the games. Uh, my uh, my favorite Saturn games, the, the ones that I enjoy the most, Panzer Dragoon, most definitely. Uh, I really wished uh, this game was re-released at some point, and uh, we'll talk about that later on during the show. But uh, this is actually one of the games I really wished I could play again. Um, I also enjoyed Knights, but that's that's nice too. That's uh, easy to to get these days. Uh, another game I enjoyed, Baku Baku Animal. Has oh, anyone yes. played that? <laughs> I've heard of it. Yeah, it's, it's a, a, a remix of it on the uh, Club Saturn album, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's like a, 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 a Tetris-like or a Puyo Puyo-like game, uh, but oh, instead Puyo, of Puyo 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 had like two games on the Saturn. Those are cool. I have Puyo Puyo Sun. It is one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Puyo 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 Puyo. No, no, please don't. Please don't. Please don't. And another one I, I played, but not on the Saturn, but I, I enjoyed it, uh, was Bug 2. You know, so ah, I never played right. the, the Saturn version, but I had it on. Uh, I had the Sega PC version of the game, and uh, back in the day, uh, Bug 2 is is a really nice platformer. Did you platform. say butt two? But but two, uh, bum two, uh, yeah, the sequel, the revenge or something. I, yeah, but bum two revengeance. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it sounded like bum two for a moment. It sounded like bum. Like bug, bug, bug. Uh, yeah. You. Oh, you know that case is with bums, so. Uh, I don't know what to say to that. Uh, but yes, so those were. That's why Sonic, like, that's why Silent, uh... That's why like, Sonic Drift sucks. That's why, that's why Casey Hill 3 Shattered Bum is coming soon to Wii U and 3DS. And Sonic anyway. Bum. Shattered Bums. Well, uh, on that note... And you have shattered Bums. On, on, that, on that spectacular note, uh, we, we'll <laughs> leave you with three more tracks. This time, um, they were picked right, by, by Copkin. <laughs> Uh, so speaking best song anyway. No. Yeah. Uh, Koki actually requested tracks from Sega Rally Championship, from Panzer Dragoon yeah. Saga, and from Astal. 
So the first one being uh, one that I want everyone to sing along to, my dear friend Rally. So everyone go Rally! Can you feel the heartbeat at the line? Do you feel it? I hope you can, because uh, it's an amazing track, and uh, it's going to play right now on the Sega Lounge. When we get back, we have more with our good friends Kopke, A Winner With You, and Record speaking or talking about the Saturn. Don't go anywhere, this is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega.
You're listening to the Sega Lounge with SSF 1991. Donnie. And KC. Only on Radio Sega. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge, and uh, <laughs> we're talking about the Saturn, so uh, before we left and played some yep. amazing tunes, uh, by the way, what have we played? We just played um, My Dear Friend Rally, Rally, from Sega Rally Championship, we had Sonami Arero Ektanchitu, yeah, uh, I think... Uh, <laughs> From, I'm very glad I didn't hear what we're talking about behind the scenes. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll get to that in, in a bit. Uh, so we played uh, which uh, probably means Art Thou the Holy One uh, from Panzer Dragoon Saga. And, uh, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and we played uh, the intro to a style Let Me Try Again, um, which could also be uh, uh, the. the I don't know, the slogan for the Sega Saturn. Let me try again. Oh, that's the nice Uh These were all oh, requested by Cupcake. <laughs> and uh, before we, we uh, got this, got into this music break, we were talking about our favorite uh, Saturn games. And um, I think Trekker was mentioning one of them was, during uh, the, the music was, break. Uh, yeah. You were mentioning we're Sonic well. Adventure 3, right? <laughs> uh, I was going to quickly rattle off my favorite Saturn games, which... Uh, <laughs> Just like, uh, Night no. uh, Into Dreams, which is uh, an obvious choice. Uh, Burning Rangers is another one I've had quite a lot of fun with. Uh, these are all the obvious choices. Fighting Vipers is an interesting one because it's, it's like everyone's always like, oh, Virtual Fighter 2 was the best, it was like the best fight. And I'm like, no, no, sorry, Fighting Vipers, Fighting Vipers. I, have, I went out and hunted Vipers 2 on Dreamcast and it's just as good. But, uh, yeah, there's also like. 
Dead or Alive, I'm big on fighters on the song, so it's like Dead or Alive is another one that it's alright, the AI's crap in it, but uh, yeah, it's like, it's, a, it's an alright game. Gale Racer is a guilty pleasure, pretty much everyone hates it, but it's like, no, I, I love it to pieces. Uh, well done Gale Racer, you have a place in my heart. <laughs> one that's not necessarily my favourite yet, but it's one I've been playing a lot lately, is called Vat Lover. It's uh, by Victor JVC, it's like a car combat game. But it's uh, it's really interesting. I think it was a packing with a V Saturn. But uh, it's it's really good. Uh, I'm gonna review it on this Saturn eventually. But uh, yeah, I've, I've been having quite a lot of fun with that. And uh, I think last one for now is uh, along with Nights, Christmas Nights is a it's a really interesting package. It's got a lot of great content in it, and in some respects, I think it's actually got an advantage over the main Nights because it's like the extra modes, like the Link Attack and stuff. I think those are really good. But uh, yeah, that's that's my favourite Saturn games. <laughs> Actually, just a quick question: is Gale, Does Gale Racer still have the like, Sonic mascot hanging from? It does. The... In fact, they added some. Uh, where like you get a uh, mascot points in it, where uh, it's like every time you get like a hundred more mascot points, it goes up. So you start out with Sonic, then like you get a hundred more, you get Tails. But they, it was weird because they go into some really obscure characters. You can get one of like Mecha Sonic from Sonic 3 and Knuckles, like specific <laughs> Mecha Sonic. You can get like Ray the Flying Squirrel from Sega Sonic Arcade and everything, and Silver Sonic from Sonic 2. So yeah, it's, it's really interesting, and uh, I, I, I made animated GIFs of all of them. I'll probably go post them in the uh, IRC, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good game. I love its pieces. Yeah, it's really cool. So, we'll resume your favourite Saturn games. Well, I'm also going to go the obvious route and say Nights into Dreams. Uh, it's definitely a game which uh, was certainly very different, very unique, and just plain beautiful. Uh, also going to say Die Hard Arcade. Uh, I really love playing that game. And uh, Virtual Cop 2. Uh, one and both oh, nice. uh, Virtual Cop games are really good. and. Uh, I really enjoyed those in the set, and even though I, I, I only ever played with a controller, I still don't have a gun, still need to get that. Uh, what else? Really, did you see you still need to get a gun? Still need to get the light gun for the Saturn. No, not oh, gun, yeah, not gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he, he, didn't, he doesn't need to wood, wood. chew gum. FP, radio FPS. Um, <laughs> Playing, playing the latest and greatest in uh, FPS news and, and music and... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> move on. Yes, move on. Uh, Panzer Dragoon Saga, a brilliant game and... Uh, and also probably the most expensive game I ever got. Uh, most expensive, most money I ever paid out for. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really expensive game right now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 150 quid I paid for oh, that nice. one. It's that was, yes, quite steep. I don't, I don't think uh, I, I would ever pay as, that much for a game. As, as much as I love the sound like, like, I, if I can't just buy a copy of Sonic 3D Blast, then jeez, I'm <laughs> screwed. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, so. I, 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 I say I, I would never pay that much for a game, but I spend Still, it's uh, a nice lots of money on, on, on yeah. figures and stuff, so I don't know. And also uh, Guardian Heroes, uh, mm, I really nice. liked as well. Oh, that means. I, I, I really want to get that game. It looks so damn cool. I actually had a soundtrack by um. Oh god, I think it was uh one of the guys from Yellow Magic Orchestra. Yeah, I think it was that. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not sure about that, but uh, yeah, it did have a really good soundtrack. As well, 
as what was the other game I was thinking of? Uh, oh yes, Exhumed. Uh, it's a yeah. basically for those who never heard of it, it was called Power Slave in the US. But it was basically a first-person shooter with a with set with an Egyptian theme. <laughs> really? It's <laughs> present day, but it had a sort of uh, ancient Egyptian theme to it, and uh, it was just really good. Some best graphics, uh, 3D graphics on the system. In fact, it was so good, uh, the developers actually would go on to do the Saturn port of Duke Nukem 3D, which uh, now I think that is another favourite of mine. And uh, that was actually considered to be the best of a console ports at the time. They're better than the PlayStation and um, N64 versions, uh, because uh, the developers, Lobotomy, uh, actually worked on that game, and they really added a lot of sort of lighting effects and graphical features that really set the Saturn version apart from the other two two versions and that was uh that was really some both those games was really special to me and in the Saturn and I should play assume more. Uh, yeah so should I really it was a really good game. I now now played through Doom a few times so I'm probably more used to it. <laughs> you know um I, I just remember remembered something. Uh wasn't Tomb Raider the on on the Saturn, the, the best I have, version. I, have, I did have do, uh, Tomb Raider. Was it, wasn't it now, wasn't the Saturn version the best one? Uh, I wouldn't I, say it's the best one. It was the first one to come out, if I remember rightly. It came yeah, out yeah, the week yeah. before it the was. PlayStation One. That's so, I remember. I've right. played it. I just I, I, it was the controls for me. I just couldn't get on with it. It just wasn't fun for me. But I mean, it's obviously lots of people consider it legendary. I, I just I didn't get it, but. You know, no, I'm, from, I'm, from a, I'm from a different age, man. I've grown up in an uh, age of twin-stick camera control. <laughs> uh, you're not alone in that, because I, I never got into Tomb Raider either, so... Sorry, guys. Yeah. I, I've played the, the latest one, the 2013 reboot one. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I enjoyed uh, it, I enjoyed it, yeah. But, uh, apart from that, never played it either. Also, I just checked, uh, yeah, the music in Guardian Heroes was produced by Hideki Matsutake, uh, a former member of uh, Yellow Magic Orchestra, who's um, a quite popular ele electronic band. Interesting. So, yeah, right. fun fact of the day. Cool stuff. Yeah, you learn something new every day there. Hashtag SegEducation. Indeed. <laughs> uh, as usual on the Seg Launch. So, yeah, um, now that we've mentioned best games, uh, what about worst games? For you guys, <laughs> ET, ET, <laughs> ET, <laughs> no. Now we just went for the whole group. Oh, no, no, no. Who wants yeah. to go first? Superman sixty-four. Uh, Jamie, Jamie's saying uh, Tomb Raider one came out first on Saturn, but I think it had better effects on PS one. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah, that's about Textures yeah. looked better on Saturn though, as they should. Mm. Yeah, Saturn Man sixty-four. Yeah, I think your PlayStation version is a better frame rate. Yeah. So, uh, no worst games? I think, like, the worst game I own, it's, it's really tough to pinpoint. One of the things, like, in Dead or Alive, Dead or Alive is an absolutely fantastic game, don't get me wrong, Bill. But it's like, uh, the, the AI in it, are just, it's really cheap and it's not very fun to play unless you're playing in multiplayer. Uh, out of all the games I own, though, Sega Touring Car is probably the one that's not the most fun to play. Because mm. yeah, the controls in it are just mm. appalling. Unless you have yeah. the uh, analog pad. The analog pad is alright. The soundtrack, though. The soundtrack. The soundtrack is glorious. I, I almost went with one of the tracks in my game for my radio pick, but it was like, mm. in the blue sky. Don't, don't worry, I, I've got you covered. I've got you covered. Uh, <laughs> 
But yeah. So any other bad games or not so good, not so great games? Uh, well, I, sp I suppose I could uh, pitch in with Virtual Hydalide. That was sort of like a 3D sort of action RPG sort of thing. That was, I mean, that was at my local shop, actually. <laughs> I was going to get it. Yeah. Uh, the graphics are a bit on the dodgy side, and I, I don't really, didn't really play it very much, but from what I did play, the graphics were really dodgy, controls weren't great. But then again, I didn't have a manual, so I didn't know what button did what anyway. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say that was a particularly great game. Yeah, the Sonic R, but I mean, I, I, I love Sonic R, but I mean, if I look at it from a critical standpoint, it is obviously it's, it's really cool. The popping's atrocious and stuff, but <laughs> I, I, do, I do think the complaints about the controls are interesting. I swear to God, the people who, who always say Sonic, Sonic R has the worst controls ever. No, you just need to use the shoulder buttons to drift. I feel like I must be the yeah, only person who's yeah, to they break don't know how to play the game, I think. Yeah, it's like, you can, there's even like a command where you can do like the classic, put your arms out behind you and just break, like in the classic games, you just hold both shoulder triggers, and I, when I discovered that, I was like, I've been playing this game for 10 years, how the hell have I never discovered that? That yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> again, uh, so hashtag second education again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, uh, is Copkey still with us? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. You, you, you don't it's have any bad games. I'm struggling to sell here. Makes sense. The only other thing I can think of is the Daytona USA, the original port of Daytona was <laughs> a bit shoddy. I still love it, the, the gameplay is fine, it's just a bit chopper. But yes. yeah, for the most part, I love the sound. I'm just going to hug this stack of games I've got here. You know, that's that's great because we don't have much time to talk about this, so okay. Let's scratch <laughs> this topic off the list. Uh, next one, weirdest games. I always like to to ask this this, this question. What, what were the, the weirdest games you've ever played on a Saturn? Because, you know... Dragon Force. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, I think the weirdest game I played was actually just a demo that I uh, did enjoy. It was uh, KO Flying Squadron 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, that was a the first game was a shooter up and came out on the Mega CD. I own that game actually. Yeah. It's uh, quite good. Uh, this one was actually a platform and was, was really bizarre. I mean, I mean, honestly, think Parodius. Uh, it's like the Mega CD version is the closest the uh, sort of the old 16-bit consoles ever got to Parodius. And although the, the port of that game did actually come out on the Saturn eventually, but. Till then, we had KO Flying Squadron, and uh, well, the second game was actually a, um, a, again as a platformer and uh, a very, very strange one. But it, it was good. It was uh, one I enjoyed playing. Mm -hmm. I really wish I could get a full copy of a game, but it is that is really hard to find, and I'm willing to bet quite expensive yeah. as well. So, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the worst I played, if he was to break down burning ranges to its burn minimum, it's uh, laser shooting firefighters in space. So technically, that should take the game. Puyo Puyo caught me off guard when I was playing because like the, 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 the way it juxtaposes everything. Oh, uh, you've got the dead uh, cutie art I, style. It's it like you've got the dead cutie art style. I think that case would be like Sakura Columns. That's a really weird title. Yeah. But it's like it's like with uh, Puyo. It was the juxtaposition that did it for me because like you got the dead cutie art style and everything. I was playing through the story mode. Oh, it's all super cute and happy. And then suddenly one of the guys in it just goes, "Oh shit!" And I'm just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" You just got you got new uh, bad language in uh, my adorable Puyo again. But uh, 
yeah, other than that, that love is actually quite weird, but, and the Sega, the art, the artwork in it's lovely though, it's like, it's all really exaggerated, but it's, it's really nice, it's by uh, Hitoshi Ariga, who uh, did the, the Mega Man matches, so, uh, yeah. I, I have to go with Baku Baku Animal, you know, again, yeah, because, I because it, oh, yeah. yeah, because you, you, you it, it was a, just like a... A falling block uh, puzzle, but puzzle game. But um, you had to uh, put together uh, different kinds of food and stuff, uh, like bananas and uh, uh, cherries and stuff. And then you had uh, animal blocks, and it was kind of weird. I I, I really can't remember uh, correctly how to play the game. So <laughs> it's um, I remember playing it a lot, but I to this day I I can't remember how exactly it worked, but um, it was a really yeah. weird game, and the characters were, were really weird, so... Yeah, actually, I think it works pretty much as you uh, explained it, you pretty much line up the food, then you try and get the sort of the animal that eats the food, for instance, yeah, so, bamboo. Yeah, so the, the, yeah, 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 I think that's it, I think that's it. <laughs> I think it was a Game Gear version of that as well. And there was an arcade, that, yeah. arcade yeah. Game Gear Saturn in Master System, I think. Yes, uh, I think that was a Brazilian. That was a Brazilian only release, but yes, I think that probably. Was, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the, the only other game I can think of is uh, Fighting Vikings. That was a. They're compared to the likes of the uh, Virtual Fighter. It wasn't really weird. You got girls in plastic skirts. You got an inanimate <laughs> panda bear. It, Fighters Mega Mix takes a cake. Come to think of it, because you got a Sonic characters beating up anime girls, and it's the weirdest thing. In, like, like, and uh, the Hordikoff Daytona USA. Yeah, yeah. Got, in yes, the palm tree. That, that was. <laughs> Beautiful. I, that's why I love AM2, that alone. And, you know, uh, I'm also pretty sure Fighters Mega Mix is the only fighting game I've ever played or even heard of where you can play as a car. I honestly <laughs> cannot beat another. It, it, it's the revenge of a Street Fighter bonus stage. He <laughs> <laughs> out of the car, it wants its revenge. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to make the afterburner jet appear on the stage, is it? It's a good game. Actually, I think there's also like, a secret Easter egg because um, when you're on the high score screen, if you entered certain initials, uh, you could. I think it was hear bits of music from other Sega games. Like uh, that was in Daytona. Uh, I oh, think, Daytona. I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, there's the also this Japanese game. I don't know how it's called, but it's a, it's a gay game where where you have like this big brother and you have to uh, flirt with other uh, small brothers. Ooh, I don't know how it's called. Like a, a happy game. A cheerful it's game? It's a gay, gay, gay. Well, like, gay, like, like gay. in Happy? <laughs> I, don't re- I, don't, I don't know how the game is called, but I've seen uh, Saturn Memories uh, tweet a lot about the game. But I don't know how, how is it called, but it's, it is one of the weirdest Saturn games ever released. If it's a shooter, Marcus, are you thinking of Chow Anarchy, perhaps? I don't know, I don't know. I've, I've seen some of the screenshots uh, Saturn Memories has uh, tweeted. But I don't know how, how the game is called. Uh, maybe I'll ask him later about <laughs> the title. I think that wins the title. Yeah, we're just yeah. Whatever the hell Cop K just described, Wherever the hell the game is, you win. So yeah. The weirdest games. Uh, check. Next one. Uh, your favorite uh, peripherals for the second Saturn. And everyone's gonna uh, say the 3D controller. So. I would say the Yeah, go ahead. I would say the 3D controller, but uh, the action replay is just is so damn good. Uh, it's like 
it's limited with the um, whatchamacallit with the PAL sounds because the, the UK Sega sounds run at 50 hertz so it runs slower than the other one so it, with Japanese games it puts them out of sync but oh, like I mean, that's why I got a Japanese sound so petty over that, but uh, it was like, uh, it, it's definitely a worthy investment. It is good for like US games or Japanese sacrifice versus and stuff, so yeah, definitely get one of those and for the RAM cartridges. But uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to be a bit boring and actually say the uh, memory cartridge. I know it's not like the most interesting one, but it is the most useful, really, because um, yeah. the Saturn's internal memory doesn't really, can't hold a huge amount of data. It sort of needs yeah. a battery to keep going as well and uh really a memory cartridge is uh, essential especially for some of the bigger games as well. Knights is ridiculous. Knights is like half the damn thing in one go. But it's like oh, with yeah. the uh, with, with the action replay. Like the Saturn has like five hundred blocks of internal storage. The action replay has eight thousand. So yeah. Well done action replay. We commend your save data <laughs> storage. I would say the twin stick because Virtual On is a really good game to play play with or Bangayo, which is a game. And the other one is like the, the light gun for Spirit of Pop. It goes pretty very old time with everything. Virtual Gun? I think that's what it was called over here in Europe. Sega Stunner. That was a Sega Stunner. Uh, I, I want a Sega Stunner, but I don't, I don't really have a CRT TV because obviously it's not too late. So uh, it's like. Uh, I don't know how to play House of the Dead or anything, and I, I'd recording it would be a pain in the ass because uh, I just can't shoot at, uh, I don't have any video footage, so I can't shoot at a uh, computer screen. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That hurts. But, uh, yeah, I, have my, I still have a CRTV for uh, older consoles, I use it for that, and I still use those uh, light guns, the green cap ones and the, and the siren ones, just like... I, I would use, uh, I'd, I'd use, I've got like two TVs, I've got a slightly older one, which I don't think CRT, but it's, it doesn't do it like modern or anything, and then I've got the big HD one. Uh, with RGB Scars, which uh, it's, it's native to the TVs here in the UK, it's like, uh, you, you just plug it in, it's, it's like it's HD, you can get a HD upscales for it, and that's helpful in like America where RGB Scars not uh, native on TVs, but it's like, uh, it, it does look insanely good on HD TVs even. With uh, the RGB scud, make sure it's in a four x three box. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, when I get my Saturn, <laughs> I need to remember that as well. So I'll, I'll, I'm gonna save the, the podcast for <laughs> listen to it again. Hashtag Sega Education again. Um, hashtag Trek Education. Uh, On a roll. <laughs> yeah. As always. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, uh, another one we've done. Uh, so I think it's time for the proper memories you guys hold dear to your heart in regards to the Sega Saturn. Uh, your favorite moments were... This will be fun for me, mister. I was born yeah. after the Saturn died. <laughs> you, you, can, you can go first, Tracker. Maybe you can speak about the Sega Saturn, apparently. Yeah, uh... There was a my first experience with the Saturn. Like even before that, it was when I was really young. It was a um, Sonic Mega Collection. Uh, it had all these extras on it. Yeah. And uh, one of them, they had um, like a history of Sonic video, 
And uh, one of the ones was a uh, Sonic Jam, where it showed the uh, Sonic World section, the big uh, 3D Sonic Adventure prototype. And uh, like, I looked at it and I was like, oh, well, that looks really cool, I want to play that. But it was like, uh, over the years, I got collected for Sega consoles when I realised, uh, oh my god, Sega made consoles. So I went to boot sales and <laughs> bought them all. Uh, so yeah, I, w- I went to boot sales and buying them all. I was like, oh yeah, I've got the original Sonic. So I was like, hang on, what system was that one Sonic game on? So I was like, well, okay, let me check. And it's like, nobody talks about the Sega Saturn. I was like, well, that's weird. Like, everyone's talking about the Mega Drive and Dreamcast with the uh, Saturn. But then eventually I obviously bought one, then, then I bought another one, and it, yeah, one thing led to another. Uh, the uh, the main Saturn story, which is the Sega Saturn one, uh, which was, uh, uh, I went to uh, France on holiday, and there was um, a retro game shop there. Uh, so I went in there, I was like, oh, well, they've got all these games. They're like, oh my god, they've got copies of Nights into Dreams on Saturn and everything. It was a really good job. They had, like, the Final Fantasy Wonder Swap and everything, so that was really cool. But yeah, they uh, they had a Fighters Megamix, so I was like, oh, wow, I really want this. And my parents were like, you don't have a Sega Saturn, you can't have it. And I was like, nope, sorry, I'm getting it. So I spent <laughs> the entire trip to that town, it was a rent from I spent the entire trip to that town just going and say, oh, I want that game, because we, we went past the shop. And I was like, oh, I want that game, I want that game. Yeah, my, my brother Matthew bought some uh, vinyl records there. And I was like, oh, he got his stuff, why can't I have mine? And they were like, oh, fine, just get the good game. So yeah, that was how I got my first Sega Saturn game. It was re- I'm really lucky that C-Camp games work on PAL systems. Uh, the only other Sega Saturn memory, uh, like the, the Melbourne like, major one, was uh, I went to Leeds for a boot sale. And uh, it was like a massive boot sale, but... Uh, um, there, there was a vendor there selling Japanese uh, merchandise and stuff, and they had uh, the boxed uh, Model 1 Japanese Saturn. And I was like, oh, that looks really good, because I brought it out on my birthday, because it just literally the day before it had been my birthday. So I was like, oh, wow, I'll, I'll buy all these games. So I was like, I was buying Fighting Fight Vipers 2, which was only released in Europe and Japan. So that was a really cool game and stuff. But then um, I got the, uh, I was like, oh, that's a Sega Saturn. And I was like, oh, how much for the uh, Japanese Saturn? And it was like uh, six, uh, 70 quid. And I was like, do it for 65, don't haggle. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I got it for 65. And uh, yeah, that, that was basically my game. Ed. At the same time, I made a horrible decision. I passed on a boxed 32X for 80 quid. That was <laughs> such a good deal. It was yeah. a Japanese one as well. It was life. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much my, the extent of my Saturn memories and that setting up this and Saturn, which was a, a big experience for me. Move out, like, Tom was working at Sonic Rex at the time, and then it was a big transition to Sega bits. So yeah, that, that was it. It was a really interesting time. And obviously now I'm doing this as Saturn, I, I love it to pieces. It's, it's giving me like an audience, and I'm, I'm always going to be great before Sega bits for giving me the opportunity. But, but do you love it to bits, though? I love it to <laughs> 32 bits. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, that, that's uh, basically it for me. I, I, I love the Saturn. Yeah. It's a wonderful console and uh, it's definitely underrated. More love for the Saturn, I say. Yeah, I need to get one. I will get one soon. Uh, so, uh, I will resume. Wanna go next? Right, so. Well, I might as well first start by yeah, saying how I actually got my Saturn. No, I, mean, I was actually a bit late to the party with, with it. I. Uh, uh, I didn't actually get mine until about 2003 odd. Uh, basically, yeah, I think it was shortly after I got my job, and uh, I said there was this sort of cash converter stuff. Place. It wasn't actually cash converter. I think it's called Cash Mart. It's definitely still there, I think. So. 
so basically, I, uh, I went past it one day and uh, I saw they had Assassin in the, in the window and it had like, a ton of games with it. I think it had Sega Rally, it had Duke Nukem 3D, it had Knights. Uh, I can't remember what else it I uh, think Panzer Dragoon might have been one of those as well, the original. Wow. Okay. But yeah, there are a huge amount of games in there, and uh, I thought, oh god, I've got to, got to get that. And it was only about 40, 40 quid map tops. Whoa. So I thought, yeah, definitely getting that. So I went and bought, so I decided to go and buy that. And while I was at it, uh, but it wasn't part of the bundle, I bought Virtual Cop 2 with it as well. That was about three quid. So uh, yeah, I managed to get all that. And uh, but then it turned out I actually had even more than I uh, than I bargained for because they were because um, uh, bundled with the machine. There were also a ton of demo discs, uh, including the first entire first disc of Panzer Dragoon, which was given away with the uh, issue of Sega Saturn magazine. Still the greatest thing wow. in the world. But also uh, when, I, when I actually looked at a box of Christmas, but, but uh, looked at the box for nights, it actually had Christmas nights in there as well. So I actually got both the um, Saturn Knights games as well. You lucky I bastard. Really yeah, I was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can never find stuff like that. Really. Nope. No, me neither. <laughs> I'm in the fridge as well, but it's still there now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think I did get a bit lucky about that one. Awesome. Um, I think another memory I had was actually just last October. And I think this actually involves Copia as well. Uh, this is part of this one, though. Uh, yeah, oh, so maybe, maybe we, we don't need to know about that, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Nothing rude, I, I assure you. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's actually a couple of days before uh, London Comic Con, which oddly enough is actually um, next week, the next one. Um, Yes, we were basically talking on Twitter about Saturn games, and uh, I sort of uh, uh, copy brought up Burning Rangers. Uh, of course, the game I said, "Oh yeah, I really want that one, but it's quite rare and expensive." Uh, we sort of chatted about that bit. Then, uh, so a few days later, I was at London Comic Con, and uh, I looked in one of the retro the game stores they had there, and wouldn't you know it, a copy of Burning Rangers right there in the sixty-five quid. So I thought, "Yes, buying that." So I was really, really fortunate to find that. That's wow. And quite a coincidence as well. <laughs> awesome. So, Kopke, your turn. Mine, my memories are not that happy. Mostly because uh, Sega never had a proper uh, distribution system for Mexico. And what happened is that most of the Sega consoles and games uh, were available only through Black Market or if you had the ability to uh, travel to the United States. And what happened when the Genesis era and the Master System era, my parents were uh, really able to travel a lot, so I got most of the Genesis games back in the day that way. And also, by the time Sonic the Hedgehog was popular in the United States, they started to get proper distribution in Mexico. But what happened with the Saturn is that uh, nobody gave a shit for the console, so the only way to get a Saturn was through black market and black market retailers were selling like for hundreds dollars each console so it wasn't that easy to get one here and neither though the games the games were even harder if you tried to get a Sega Saturn these days uh, an American one an American Sega Saturn on Mexico you will be paying like six hundred dollars which is a lot for a console almost what <laughs> the PlayStation 4 is is worth so 
Um, what happens is that we don't get many games and we don't get uh, many consoles, well, Saturn ones. And it's really rare to get them. And what happened back in the day, uh, as I said before, is that uh, my parents were really lucky to get me to many of their flights or, uh, or travels around uh, other countries. So I, I was uh, able to get a lot of uh, Genesis games. I had like uh, 300 cartridges back in the day. And lots of my neighbors came to my house, and I was really popular due to that. Um, but what happened is that I had a friend that uh, was really grateful for what I did when I uh, let let her play a lot of uh, Sega Genesis games, and she was able to get a Sega Saturn, and with lots of games because his his father was a pilot, and he went to the United States a lot. So uh, I remember like buying game pros or uh, Grand Gaming Monthly. I was like, okay, this game looks cool. It's called Panzer Dragoon. You must get it. And she was <laughs> like, okay, I will tell my father. And then she came along with so many games, and I, I was able to play a lot of the Saturn games. I wasn't able to play that time uh, Virtual On because she said that the Twin Stick was expensive, so she never bought it. But she bought um, the Free Panzer Dragoon. She had that copy of Rayer, which I'm really grateful to her because thanks to that, I was able to play that. It's a wonderful game. Um, also, she had like a style, like Sonic Car, Tribute uh, to Fighters, which she was really good at it because the arcade was really hit Mexico in a legal way, and people were playing that game, and she was like really good at that. And and even today, I'm not even able to beat her at that game. Uh, she's really good. Um, and there's like many titles and RPGs she was able to get and. I feel lucky that she was uh, uh, lending me the opportunity to play most of those games. And what happened is that I had a lot of uh, remorse for not being able to support Sega at that time, but it was really hard to get one. I, I never had. They, the they didn't let you. For the property. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's really like a sad time for me because I know the the company wasn't going that well. And I know I was a huge fan and I couldn't do anything about it because I was like saving the $400 to pay for one in the black market. But my, my parents were like, no, you won't be like spending that much money in a video game. And they didn't allow me to buy one from the black market. And <laughs> what happened is I had a lot of remorse. Like uh, I was like, oh, I really want to support these games and I really love what they are doing with it. And I'm not able, I, I, I don't even have the chance to to buy one, so I felt like a little bit unlucky to do that. And each time I went to the United States, the, the Toy Stars didn't have any any Saturn on the shelves or any games because they didn't care about distributing it. So I felt like bitter and angry because of what was happening, and, and I wasn't able to do anything about it. And, and, and then Sigata Sanshiro came to your house and said, "You fail. We have failed this company." I, I've been watching too much like, uh, episodes more, of Arrow. More, like, uh, more like having the money and more like having the resources to do something about it and not being able to because you don't yeah. have the chance to. It yeah. was more like a frustrating situation more than than feeling that kind of remorse. It was like a really bitter time for me to buy like video games because I really hated Sony because what <laughs> they were doing in Mexico is that. Uh, they were like closing the channels for Sega to come over. So when the Dreamcast hit Mexico, uh, the retailers of Sony were making like really obscure deals so that they don't distribute the Dreamcast. 
And I remember that uh, on lunch day, like, what happened is that uh, my father, one of the things that I'm really fond of Sega is because of my father, because uh, he was the, the guy that gave me my first Sega console, which was the Genesis, and later bought me the Master System, which was still able, available in my country. Yeah. And he was like, uh, really watching how I was suffering to get a Saturn. And uh, I, by the time the second announced the Dreamcast, I was like, okay, I'm, I don't know what I'm gonna do about it, but I'm gonna support this console from day one, um, whatever it takes. Like, if it needs me to travel to the United States certain times and to buy the games, I will do so. Uh, and my father was like, uh, okay, this, this Sega thing is really important for my son since I gave one to him, so... Um, he, he came to my brother and I and said, Look, hey, I, I don't hang out with too much with you guys, but I'm gonna take you guys for a road trip. And that was one of the few times that I spent with uh, my father that much. And by the time we were returning from Texas to Mexico, uh, because we traveled to the United States, uh, then we suddenly took a detour on the highway and was like, Okay, uh, Dad, we're not going to the south. Mexico's to the south. Where are we going? We're going to the west. And he was like, "Okay, you see, just, 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 just be calm and just, uh, just stay for a while." And I'm still driving. And it was like a few hours later. I was like, "Okay, Dad, we're we're going to Nevada, and, and, and this is not Mexico. Where are we going?" And then, we're going to a casino. Time, Yay! By, in Las by Vegas. Time I realized we were we were in California and the date was 9999 and he was like okay I knew this thing is important to you guys so I brought you guys to buy a Dreamcast on Monday Day. I was like okay holy shit I remember <laughs> and I was uh, really happy to see that um, awesome but you you, you do have a awesome. you do have a setter now right thanks to yes uh, One of your fellow Sega nerds. Yeah, you know, I'm really grateful to Chris for that one. Uh, he, I was like telling the first time I came into Sega nerds, uh, he was talking like, "Okay, I just have you played this game? It's really awesome." And I was telling him the story about why I never had a Saturn and never had the chance to buy one, and he was like, "Oh, that's too sad, buddy." And it was like, "Yeah, it's too sad." And by the time a Christmas came, uh, a package came from the United States. And it had a Saturn inside, and Chris uh, sent me that package from the United States, and he bought me a Saturn. I was like, "Holy cow, Chris! This, this is like way too awesome. It's, it is like uh, getting like 10 years of frustrations out of my shoulder." And <laughs> he was like, I "I'm really happy you're enjoying it." And uh, but sadly, you <laughs> you only have one game because that's the the only thing I could buy. But that time, I was like, "No, it's okay, buddy. I'm, I mean." Like yeah, being able awesome. to play one uh, in my house <laughs> and have one of mine for the first time is like really awesome. So I, I really had uh, a proper Saturn until uh, 2013 and I'm really grateful awesome. to for that. Awesome. Yeah, it was really a really nice gesture of him. I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Like he really rocked my Christmas at the time. It was one <laughs> of those things so I cool. was like, like, it was one of those times like, uh, I really like. Was it was it one of, of your best Christmas nights? <laughs> oh my! It was God. one of the nicest surprises I ever uh, received on on a holiday. Like, yeah. it really made my. 
Awesome. Okay, so, so, Chris, so if you are listening to this, thank you. <laughs> big shout out to Chris. Uh, also, big shout out to Sammy, uh, who on Twitter said, "Dead in bed, but the Sega Lounge is keeping me entertained tonight." Awesome. Uh, uh, thanks for this. Hi, Sammy. Yeah, and you're a great okay, artist as well. So, yeah, uh, we actually have two great artists on the show tonight. Uh, obviously, myself and Don. No, I mean <laughs> Tracker and and Cupcake. So it's also nice to have people who know how to draw on this show uh, and I'm not one of them but uh, as I was saying uh, awesome memories but uh, we need to uh, we're almost at the end of the show uh, we'll do one last music break we'll play uh, a Wii Resu- no yeah a Wii Resuse picks uh, it's a short break he picked uh, short tracks uh, more or less and uh, when we get back we'll just briefly discuss uh, which games you guys would like to see re-released uh, or have HD releases or have sequels come out on a platform or a PC or a console or whatever and uh, we'll talk about uh, what you can um, what what the next show will be uh, on the Sega Lounge le- next week and uh, yeah we'll talk about that but for now take a listen to a Wii Resuse picks for tonight's tracks it's uh, the, the first one is playing right now from Guardian Heroes Fighters of Pain to the back
every week a different guest, Sega Music, news and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega. And um, if you've been listening to us, we've talked uh, talked about uh, the Sega Saturn uh, for quite a while now. Uh, we just have one more topic to discuss uh, with our good friends uh, that are joining us tonight. We have Tracker, uh, we have Winner is You, and Kopke. Welcome back to the show. Uh, yeah, so the final topic is which games, which Saturn games you'd love to see get re-released or getting a, an HD release or getting sequels to in any of your uh, preferred platforms. Panzer Dragoon <laughs> and Virtual Yeah, I think Panzer Dragoon Saga is the one most people want, although I think apparently they lost the original source code for that, yeah. so no. that's not too not as likely. But I think the first, the first two games can be ported. I think that would be fine because there's still a, a PC version for the first Panzer Dragoon. Yeah, uh, but the original Panzer Dragoon is also unlockable in Panzer Dragoon also on the Xbox as well. Yeah, so yep. yeah. I think I think that would be a fine addition to the PC ports. I wish um, I wish Virtual On had been um, 
Yeah. Because virtual one is it's like it's on PSN, but it's like I wish they'd actually brought it over here. I could just get a Japanese account, but it's like yeah. can't be asked. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. In terms of the it's... games I'd like to see ported HD. Uh I got Daytona. Daytona was a uh, the HD port, that was magnificent. But it was like I'd like to see maybe Sega Touring Car with not shit controls. And uh, uh I, I was gonna say Fighting Vipers, but I remember it has been. Uh, Gale Racer, yeah, there you go, Gale Racer. Just give me another port of Gale Racer. <laughs> there was there yeah, was Red out. Mobile too, right? Or something uh, called. Oh something yeah, there was actually. It was else, I think. Called Rad Rally. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rad exactly. Uh, exactly. I, nice I think I think the first House of the Dead deserves a port. Yeah. It, yes. I, I yes. Went, they, they, they lost the source code to it, though, so they can't. But uh, I would love to see that on the. That explains it all. Yeah. I, I would love to uh, to see Panzer Dragoon released. I would love to complete the game. Never did that back in the day. But, uh, and since I've I've been getting into RPGs nowadays, I would love to try Panzer Dragoon Saga as well. Right, I, I still need to play. Yeah. I still need to play Panzer. I'm 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 fairly new to RPGs. I, I'm a t I'm a terrible Sega Saturn fan. I've not got Panzer Dragoon. I I actually it was in my local shop, but I missed it. So, uh, yeah, I'll have so, to uh, pick it up at some point. You heard it here first, folks. Trekker TD is going to kill himself after the show because he doesn't own Pens and Dragoon. I'm not going to kill myself, <laughs> no, don't. I, 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 let me correct myself. For the sake, it's a Sanshiro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're really also, dear. for having the PS1, you know, that's probably contributed to it as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, He's going to smash yeah. the PS1 uh, in your head. Perhaps, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, uh, Mr. Mixaplex says Burning Rangers should also be remade. I think it's uh, yeah. long overdue a remake, Burning Rangers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think Burning Rangers as well, although it was a very, is a very good game, uh, it was probably a bit too ahead of its time. Uh, when you play, you can really see the sound is straining under all the technical yeah. things. You know, yeah. and it is, yeah, and it's... It is probably a bit too advanced. I think probably one of those yeah. games that you say probably should have saved for a Dreamcast. Yeah, the concept Shenmue. itself was, was a bit too different, I think. What, what, with my, yeah. my main complaint with Burning Rangers on Saturn is because I, I couldn't afford the UK version. I got the Japanese version. actually comes with a little soundtrack as well, but it's like, uh, yeah, the, uh, the Japanese version doesn't have English dub, so the Navigator is completely pointless for me. So, uh, yeah, I, it'd, it'd be nice to have it so I can actually understand what the person was saying about having to go and spend 50 million quid on the, uh, thing, uh, <laughs> uh on the UK version. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I imagine this one I'd like to say. So, so, yeah, those games need to be... Maybe, uh, who knows when they will have a 3D uh, classic patch of Saturn games. Nah, yeah, good. not likely, but yeah. <laughs> I think the only issue is with with a lot of the ports we've seen thus far, with perhaps the exception of Jet Set Radio, they were all ported elsewhere beforehand. So it kind of gives me the impression Sega's just because like the Knights port, while it wasn't technically a Saturn game, it was just a PlayStation 2 version. So it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. no. I know. I would like them to release more Saturn games on there, but I don't know. I'm worried. Because it's like Sonic and Sonic with uh, Sonic Adventure, the amount of ports that's got, that's because it had a PC release, it's easy to access the code for it with yeah. Sonic DX and stuff. So yeah. 
Well, uh, Mr. Mixuplex just suggested a new uh, hashtag. If Sega cared about the West. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hashtag if Sega cared about the West. Uh, yeah. When am I getting my Saturn ports on 3DS? Oh, mate, those 3D classics. <laughs> they, 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 um, they joked about um, Knight's 3DS. I wish that wasn't a joke. Yeah. But, you know, they, they could do it, they could do it. And the, and the, if 3D Thunderblade sells well, they will uh, do uh, 3D Power Drift as well. So. Yeah, I, I, yeah that, there was a joke about that as well. I, I, I want a 3D Batmobile. That, that game was first person. It looked amazing where it was like there was the depth between the windshield and the uh, road. That would look amazing. Yeah. So yeah, so, who knows, who knows, who knows. Um, I would like to mention um, a tweet by Dungeon Buster. He said, uh, that boot screen when you power up the Saturn was so awesome. Still is. It was like it told you, welcome to the 32-bit console era. Yeah. yeah, I wish they brought that's a nice yes. remix. Yeah, that's a nice yeah, yeah. It, it, it is. You know, we should play that to end the show. Uh, yeah, we should do. It. I, I, I do, I do have that. Where is it? My, my, where is it? My, 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 my. Sega Star, Star, uh, startup sound. Yeah, I was gonna play. I was gonna play something from Sega Touring Car Championship. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play both because. The secondary card track is like uh, three minutes, and this is one minute long. So, why not? We don't have a show after this. And it's just music. People love music, so I think <laughs> we'll go. And uh, what better way to end the Saturn show with yeah with the Saturn Bios remix? Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, by the the uh, Sega Sound Team. Age. Uh, Age. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so I, I think I don't know if you guys have anything to add to this uh, conversation about the Sega Saturn. Uh, we've covered all uh, the topics. Uh, uh, very uh, yeah, so it's been a really good discussion. It's been a really nice. solid discussion. Uh, it has been fun. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, adding, certainly. I wanted. American friends, please <laughs> sell your Saturns or Saturn games which you don't like to Mexico because you need them. <laughs> Yes, and if anyone has Sega Hard Girls merch, well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> please come to the UK. I will rob you. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you have a certain over here in Europe and you don't like it, you want to get rid of it. You know, it doesn't. Uh, uh, it isn't worth much to me. But if you want to sell it to me, you know, what you press. Again, it doesn't. It's not that that uh, big of a deal. So you know, you can sell it for cheap. You know. Like a, but if you don't you know. like it, then take it to Sancho, come down your house and do throw you to death. <laughs> that, that's, also true. that's also true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, play till your fingers break. Anyway, uh, just <laughs> before before we go, um, I would uh, like to mention you... you, you uh, what are, <laughs> I got lost. Oh, I know. Uh, I w- w- wanted to mention the, the next couple of shows you can listen to on Radio Sega this week. There's no RSN Live tonight, so uh, you'll have to just request your favorite tracks f- or on Radio Sega uh, instead, and they'll play on the 24-7 stream. But uh, tomorrow, uh, Rexy is back with uh, Sega Mixer Drive at 9pm BST. Uh, that's uh, like 10pm uh, Central Europe, 4pm uh, cent- uh, Eastern and uh, 1 p.m. Pacific, if I'm not mistaken. Or if you're uh, in Mexico, like Kopke, it's like uh, 3 p.m., I think. Yeah. Yep. Central Yay. time. Uh, 
I am time travels. Uh, then we'll have Saturday Night Sega on uh, Saturday night, of course, at 10 p.m. GM, uh, BST okay, with uh, Gavi. And uh, the next show will be Radio Sega Sub 40 Countdown with myself, Casey, uh, 8 p.m. BST, playing the 40 most requested songs. Don't forget that uh, this week or this upcoming Monday, uh, I will be putting the poll for the Virtua Fighter special. Uh, it's going live this Monday, so yeah, I st still need to uh, put that together, but uh, don't forget to tune in for that, and I'll share the link during the show. Um, next week on the Sega Lounge, we'll have uh, Ian Flynn to talk about World Worlds Unite, right? It's Unite, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, the upcoming uh, Mega Man and Sonic uh, crossover uh, series comics must now uh, become more of a Sega and Capcom which is even more awesome yeah yeah exactly exactly you're right so if you have Absolutely. any questions for for Ian any uh, questions regarding the, the Worlds Unite series or his work for the Sonic comics or even the Mega Man comics you can send us uh, a tweet during the show or an email I will uh, share the details for that uh closer to, to the date so yeah thanks again for joining us would you guys like to uh, tell everyone how to keep in touch with you guys follow your works on your various websites and stuff Tracker uh, I work with uh, segabits.com which is uh, where most of my stuff is like uh, this is Saturn and on the YouTube channel as well I do some personal projects on the Tracker TD Gaming on YouTube And finally, I have my blog, which is uh, trackertd.wordpress.com, which is uh, Trackertd's gaming world, where uh, I've got some reviews coming up and stuff, like some uh, individual ones and stuff. So yeah, there's, there's, there's quite a few places you can find me. And finally, there's a uh, at tracker underscore td on Twitter. I'm done. What's that? Cocky. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, well, I'm Cupcake, and you can find me at Twitter, at Cupcake. I also have my own site, which you can uh, read on the bio there. And I also do illustrations and graphic design. And I also do the figures and toys coverage for a local magazine, which is called Atomics. So I think that's pretty much what summarizes what I do. Yep. A winner is you. All right, well, uh, you can find me on Radio Sega. Um um, yeah, because I write the Memories of Sega articles. Uh, the next, which should hopefully be out by about next week, I've nearly finished it, and uh, that should actually should hope that well, I should hopefully have that up by uh, next week. And uh, I'm also at Twitter at a winner was you. Yeah, so not as much as the others, but uh, <laughs> yeah. cool stuff nonetheless. So don't forget. Yep. To oh, follow oh, us as and well. I also write for Sega. Sorry. Yeah, for oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So SegaNerds.com as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and don't forget to follow Sorry, us please. on on Twitter at Radio Sega, Facebook.com/slash Radio Sega as well, and uh, that's about it. Well, we have other stuff, but you know, you can find all the links on RadioSega.net. Don't forget to keep listening to us. Um, thank you guys for joining us for uh, this amazing show. I really enjoyed this this, this kind of show. Because, um, it, it was really, yeah, it was a, a fantastic show. It's been uh, it's been great to be here. I've really enjoyed the uh, discussion. Awesome, it's been fantastic. Yeah, you're free yeah, to come back whenever you want. 
Yeah, thanks for inviting us. Awesome. So, Thank you very much. Yeah, we will leave you nice. with two amazing tracks. Uh, one from the Sega Touring Card Championship called So High. That's how we feel right now. Because, you know, uh, kids don't do drugs. But yeah. Uh, and the other one being uh, the remix of the Sega Saturn Startup Sound by Age from Mai Mai. I've been KC. I've been joined by Donnie as well, I think, if he's still alive. He's not around. He's not around. He, he died, so uh, rest in peace. They just had your own Donnie. sort of threw him off a cliff. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, and I've been joined by uh, Tracker TD by Owen oh, you and Cop K, my amazing guests tonight. It was really great to have you on the show. Don't forget to keep listening to Radio Sega. We play the best Sega music 24-7. We have the craziest shows as well. And... Uh, Keep listening to us and keep on gaming. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to The Sega Lounge. The show will be available in podcast form shortly. Download it from RadioSega.net, the iTunes Store, or stream it on Stitcher. Join us again next week for another episode of The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.